0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
1: Welcome to the Acme Packing Company podcast feed. I'm Just Mosqueda. If you're noticing a vocal fry, (laughs) yep, that's what a week of drinking will do. I'm here with Tyler Brook and and, uh, Tex Western. Say what's with the people, folks?
2: Hello, people. Hey, everybody. So the safeties, Oof. they ran today. They broke my heart, man. They uh, broke my heart. It was a rough. It was a rough Friday for that safety group, man.
1: Yeah. So to put in perspective, um, there's 13 safeties ranked in like the top 150 on the consensus board, which you know aggregates mock drafts and big boards and all that stuff. The Packers is average, ras so relative athletic score at the safety position. This isn't just draft picks. This is like anyone who's ever gotten on the field for like the for either Goot or um, Joe Barry, you know, Packers defenses. It's around eight, a little north of that, you know, on a scale of zero to ten. There were two guys. It was Jay Ward, who's ranked 149th in the class and uh, actually worked out as a safety. He corner, got corner, yeah. Yeah, or as a corner, my bad. Uh he got a eight point oh two And then Sidney Brown, who is he's sub 5'10", right, if I recall correctly. Mm -hmm. So, like, the Packers outside of running back really don't look at guys who are sub 5'10". And he had a RAS of 9.47. So, if you're just looking at the top— Let's go.
0: Let's go. (laughs) Football psychos.
1: Athletic. Let's go. If you're just looking at the uh, top—I'll give you the top five guys in 40 times. So, you got a 4.58, a 4.52, a 4.62— a 4.55, a 4 five, five, 4.59. Uh, four, then we get Sidney Brown. Then Skinner doesn't work out. A 4.62, a 4.65. Then another guy who doesn't work out. Not a great day by the safeties. And the
0: corners ran well. And yesterday. Yep. Was DJ D- Turner a corner or a safety?
2: DJ Turner was a corner. Okay. He had by far the fastest time uh, of any of the DBs today. He ran a 4.26. Was that official? That was the official time. Oh, yeah, goodness. I think it was four two seven unofficial. Uh, he was flying him, and then the two Maryland guys were both in the four threes. Um, one of them I think was four three one. The other was like four three five, something like that. Goodness. So they're just corners. Watched. Corners were moving, but uh, I just watched Turner live. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. He was so fast. I mean, a
1: couple things, right? So. If the safeties, I don't think any of them helped them today. No. They helped themselves today, really, at least the top guys. So that throws in kind of two options that could help Green Bay, where it's, okay, maybe one for sure is going to be there at 45, which mm-hmm. means you don't have to trade down from 15. Maybe you do stay at 15 and just draft like a – if BPA is a defensive lineman or an edge rusher, right, then you have the security of being able to just stick with a pick. And then the second thing is, okay – Well, can they pivot? Like, can Rasul play safety? And then can they maybe look at a faster corner class and say, like... Kelly Ringo at 15 and then move Rasul? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Worth noting, Brian Branch, uh, number 16 on the consensus draft board. He's the number one rated safety in the class. consensually. you know, I think he's the only guy who's, like, for sure a top two-round pick, especially after the performance today. He worked out with the corners today. And his four, five, eight, 40 forty-yard dash was the second slowest among corners. So, to put that in perspective, and that's not even that bad of a time for a safety in this class. No. Yeah. I think the average. Uh, s- someone quote tweeted me when I posted the full results from the safeties, and they said that the average forty time for a drafted safety in the NFL is a four-five-two. Um, the f- got first guy, there's. One guy in the top 14 safeties in this class who ran faster than the average wow. drafted number. Man. So, and again, it's not a surface thing because the corners ran perfectly fine. Yesterday, I mean, Georgia's defensive linemen are running faster than
0: their safeties are. So, how um, many guys are calling Ohio State, like, hey, can I do my pro day there? Run the, oh, yeah. run the fake
1: 40? Ronnie Hickman was the only guy really. Um, who was healthy and didn't run his 40-time from the safety group, and he's a an Ohio State kid. Smart smart man. Good decision on him, yeah. Yep. Maybe the LSU kid should have take
0: taken that approach, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a weird day. Sydney, can we talk about Sydney Brown a little bit? Because that's Go the only me. athletic guy. I know. And we, we've talked about just how insanely competitively tough he is. Yeah. And his tackles are a problem. Yeah. I don't know if he's just out of control and he's got to reel it in, but with that athletic profile – I'm a bit more intrigued. You talked me down a little bit. You talked me down a little bit, <laughs> but the I, athletic profile is has brought me back in potentially. Yeah. And his interview, I will say, hearing him talk, yeah, was charismatic dude. as hell, man. I'll, I'll rewatch him before. Um, yeah, you, you don't need time. to. You, he he will miss tackles.
2: There's there's a couple of guys. If we get really far down the draft board, like into day three, guys yeah. that I think are worth looking at based on their workouts, because there were a couple of like halfway decent workouts among the safeties. Down the, the board,
1: the Jartavius Martiner or yep. the
0: Illinois other Illinois, guy. Illinois guy. He, yep. he
1: was their post safety, and I've seen a lot of people talk about him potentially moving uh, to cornerback. Actually, because he ran,
0: uh, what did he run? A four-four-six, and he had a forty-four-inch vertical. Yeah, so he, he was ludicrous. the guy who was
1: playing the middle of the field the entire time, right? Like Sidney yep. Brown was the drop-down guy in the box, even though you know technically he's a little at least shorter. And Martin was the guy who was just roaming the middle of the field, you know, every and the, snap.
2: And the explosiveness on Martin is is off the charts, right? He's forty four inch vert, eleven foot one broad, and then he ran a four four six. But his ten yard split was 1-4-7. one four seven.
1: One four seven? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
2: that's that's like. Elite Password. Does he have a yeah. track
1: background or something? He's getting out of the like, blocks that fast. Yeah,
2: that's crazy. The other two guys I want to mention, uh, Daniel Scott from Cal. He's an old, mm-hmm. but um, he's a, like a 983. He he ran great. Uh I see a lot of green over there. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of green, yeah. Um, I have no
0: idea about this guy. Could yeah. not tell you uh, what he looks like. I've seen him live in person, and I don't know who he is. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you if he's white or black. Like, that's where I'm at. Like,
2: that's, that's the big one. Like, I, yep. I have literally no idea of this dude. But, like, 445 in the 40, 675 cone, 39.5 vert. Uh, so, so, that's a good one. And then uh, Jason Taylor from Oklahoma State is another one, hmm. probably a day three guy. Uh, didn't do agilities, but 43 inch vert, 10 foot 9 broad, 4-5 oh uh, at uh, a shade under 6 foot 205. So, the size works too.
1: The other thing about safety, too, Green Bay carried a ton of safeties Mm -hmm. this entire season. Like, they carried six. Um, You know, Basaccia wants to use those guys. Rudy Ford's a free agent. Adrian Amos is a free agent. Dolan Levitt's a free agent. I believe Vernon Scott is not on the team. I I think I talked to Andy Herman, and he said Vernon Scott. Technically, like, there was never a press release about it. I could have but sworn saw
0: some in Indy this year. I don't know why. Really? It was some Packers team. Um,
1: I, I think I talked to Andy Herman, and he said that Vernon Scott got like an, uh, what do you call it? like Injury settlement. Injury settlement, but yeah. it never got officially announced. But if you look on the Packers.com official roster, he's not there. Oh. So we're talking about going into the season potentially with Savage. Darnell Savage, Ennis Gaines, and Tariq Carpenter, and you need probably <laughs> at least three more safety bodies. So what, that's You right, want to roll
0: with those? That's right. (laughs) So here's, with how today went, what are the odds now that they try to pivot and start looking at free agents? Like John Johnson, was it in Cleveland, just got released? I think they're going to be
1: expensive because like... Now it's so unathletic, it's going to drive the price up. Well, if you look at the top free agents in this market, like everyone laughed at the Bengals last year. And they're like, you really franchise tag Jesse Bates? Jesse Bates is going to be like the number one free agent on the market now. Like those guys are going to get paid. There's a ton of money out there. Like the Bears have more cap space than anyone has ever had, and it's in a free agency class where Jesse Bates is the number one prospect.
2: I'm
0: sure they'll spend that money very wisely.
2: (laughs) We'll see. Please, please give uh, David Montgomery twelve million million dollars a year. If Alan Lazard is going to get seventeen million dollars per
1: year, it's going to be be from Chicago. Yeah, it should be with the
2: Bears. (laughs) Do we want to talk about the corners a little bit? Go for it. I mean, there's, there's, no, you need to talk about your guy.
1: Oh, Christian, yeah, Christian Gonzalez blew it up. Uh, I'm glad they don't have run fit drills. (laughs) That's not fun. Yeah, dude, he's a freak athlete. He's super long. He has amazing ball skills. Yeah, Uh, a little bit of a red flag that Oregon did not trust him to play goal line defense against uh, (laughs) Pac-12 offenses. But yeah, I mean, if you just want him to. Cover and and pick the ball off.
2: He's he's awesome, man. Uh, Deontay Banks, Maryland. I've um, heard a lot of good
0: things about him. I've not. He,
2: watched He he went nuts today too. Tra- um,
0: Trevor Sycamore with Pro Football Focus, whose opinion is always really solid, uh, has firmly talked about the guy as a first round corner. Yeah, and in this corner class, that's same quite a bit.
2: Yeah, he and uh, he and Gonzalez both had nine point nine nine passes. Uh, Banks went four three five with a one four nine ten yard and then forty two inch and eleven oh, foot right. four broad oh, jump w- at six foot flat. What I wasn't expecting from this corner class, and again, it's
1: because I've I've watched like the top twenty prospects, and then I'm trying to go through position groups, right? I haven't really paid attention to those like bubble first round corners. Yeah. The Mississippi State kid's 166 pounds. Yeah. Orbs. Are you, yes. Are you kidding me?
2: It's it that that's He's a
1: defender nuts. in the NFL. That's not I I mean I haven't watched him. So may, maybe I'm speaking out I mean, of He's he's like,
2: basically I mean he's DeVonte Smith in terms of his build, right? Yeah. He, he's almost 6-1. Why would like I 166? not run pin and pull at that kid every single yes. play? The
1: NFL
0: got rid of the rules where those guys can't cut offensive linemen anymore like take them out of block. About, yeah. Imagine rookie Wisconsin Joe Titman, who's six six, on gosh. <laughs> <laughs> on the perimeter. Have, uh, and then I mean, the he's not even the only one. The Utah kid is pretty small too. Yeah, right? Clark oh, also and small. He,
2: and he's less than he's shorter than five ten too. So <laughs> yeah. he's short Don't and forget he's small.
0: Travis Hodges Tomlinson, Ladain Tomlinson's nephew. Oh, he's really? Like five eight. Yeah. Tiny oh. guy. Yeah, five eight flat. I should have put together the Tomlinson TCU connection, but yeah, I'm a little slow. <laughs> We're all a little slow at the end of this week.
1: Did I mention Skinner? Uh, Boise yeah. Skinner from Boise didn't run this week because he had yeah. a torn pec. Uh, he tore it in mid-February. He's like the only guy who was hurt enough not to run again. Hickman from Ohio State was the only safety who just flat out opted out of running.
0: Since we're um, all going to be traveling tomorrow and probably recovering, um, tight ends today were very interesting. Just hearing them talk. Yeah. Um, quick recap: Darnell Washington, very polished, but still got a little personal side, a little humor. Mm-hmm. Huge smile, like a literal huge smile. It's a large man. Um, Michael Mayer is going to be the biggest Hardo tight end <laughs> in football. It's very intense. Tucker Craft, I, I, I hate bashing kids, but it's not a tweet. So I'll say it. He came off as kind of a, a fuck boy. I'll say it. the the He, he <laughs> just some of his vibe just wasn't wasn't the best. It sounds like he went through a lot, so I'll give him a pass. But like, just was interesting. Uh, Dalton Kincaid talked about the Packers. We were both there. Yes. Um, friends with the Kafusi family. Yep. That that's it? what it, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. He said he's
2: you know he knows about the Packers and that they have a real strong locker room culture and stuff because um, one of the Kafusis <laughs> is playing at Utah and so he knows the family real well knows Bronson who was with
0: with Green Bay for a while. That was the most extrapolate we've ever gotten about Green Bay this week. So yeah, interesting that it came from Dalton Kincaid.
2: Yeah, the other one that uh, I actually spent a lot of time talking to was Noah Gindorf. He's uh, from North Dakota State. He's a six-eight like Mercedes. He's a run blocker. He's yeah. just a pure Y run blocker. Um, but he hasn't played basically in a year and a half because he's had an ankle injury that needed two surgeries. Oh damn! But um, he'll he'll probably be like a UDFA guy. But if the Packers don't re-sign Mercedes, I think he's a guy that they should probably take a look at as that that. Run blocking, just you know, beast
0: of a of a human if if they don't bring back Mercedes and don't get like a Darnell Washington. Speaking of Darnell Washington and Mercedes, Darnell Washington literally said favorite tight ends all time. I think the second one he listed was Mercedes Lewis. Nice. Yep.
2: It's what we want that, here. That comp writes itself. Yeah, I mean
1: good what again. I think we mentioned this yesterday, but on Monday, he or Tuesday, he was like, uh they asked about holes on the team and he brought up safety and tight end immediately. Yep. Like Outside of uh, Deguara, it's guys who they signed as, you know, basically practice squad guys at the end of the season who are on the roster in 2023. They have Tyler Davis is set to be a free agent. He's not going to get a second round tender. It's just too much money. Sadie's, who knows what the heck's going to happen with him. Robert Tunyon, it looks like he's going to end up hitting the open market again. So Who knows?
0: Who knows what the heck happens at the tight end position. They could use
1: two or three of them Mm
0: -hmm. at this point. So Yep, yep. Yeah, if fingers crossed on the tight end class tomorrow because safeties were disappointing. Yeah, and it's the saddest day in combine history. All the guys were (laughs) like, Jair Brown was in like the twos. Chris Smith was in the twos or ones. Man, it was a rough day. It was a rough day for the ABC brand. Hey, there's still hope. Hey, uh, uh, my entire mentality is if everyone's bad, then no one is bad. (laughs) That's kind of where I'm at. Like I look at the safeties
1: and I'm like. I, I wanna hit back on Sidney Brown just one more time. But outside of that, I'm like, I don't think my rankings will change that no, much. I don't think they will either. Like, okay, go Chris watch Smith. Jay Ward.
0: He's a weird one, but go watch him. But like, Chris
1: Smith is four eighths mm-hmm. of a second behind the consensus number one safety in the class. Yeah. Yeah. I still want I still want Chris Smith. Yep. I still want Chris Smith. <laughs> I'm sorry. The agenda has not changed. I will say, Brandon Joseph, you did run a four six, but like Average everywhere across the board And that was like my scouting report on him I'm yeah. just like yeah. He's just like super solid And if you get him like He's a late third round Early fourth yeah. round pick
0: Like let's just use That 10 split him. was good man I think it was yeah. in the one fives. Yep Yep He's a solid player Want we'll to hit on uh, receivers real quick From the the interview room a little bit. I was nodding off in the media room while the wide receivers <laughs> were talking. Uh, At Perry was really quiet, like really soft spoken. Yep, um, but seemed like a super nice kid. Everyone was drawn to Zay Flowers. Yeah, he's not a Packer.
2: Him, I, uh, yeah. Marvin Mims from Oklahoma, great was a interview. Great interview. Yeah. He was awesome. Another.
0: We're just talking about all the guys we liked that will not be Packers right now. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: yeah, that's not gonna I happen. I saw Jackson Smith and Jigba said,
0: you know, based off his interview with Green Bay, he thinks. They need a really they're, they're wide receiver. That they want wide receivers. Yeah. So, yep. a rumor I had heard, and I think it was in the APC comments, was that, like, and this upset me. It was just, like, guys were make, saying stuff that Jackson Smith and J.B. couldn't complete full sentences. What's freaking bullshit, man. That's oh, fine. No. I don't know. I That's just, saw, I just saw a tweet. I've never seen it. Yeah. No, no, no. That really bothered me. So, we just wanted to address that, since if people have ever seen our stuff and read that. For, if
2: We're talking about big guys who, who might actually appeal to the Packers a little bit. Um, like, Jake Bobo is an early day three guy, I think, that, that could be in there. It's a fun name. It is it is a very fun name, um, but he, was a, he played four years at Duke, then went over to UCLA um, last year. He's 6'5", 215, Big dude. Um, might be... I just watched Justice's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I asked him a little bit about um, run blocking under Chip Kelly at UCLA. And he's like, yeah, that's not something that we really ever did at Duke. And yeah. it was it was a lot of fun to get involved in that, in, in the Chip well, Kelly offense. Chip,
1: like, yeah. never had receivers at Oregon. He would just yeah.
2: call them, like... He would call him the smallest offensive line in in the in, you know, the U.S. and <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. So he, he got going. He was cool. He comes from uh, like a ridiculously athletic family. He's yeah. got like an aunt who's an Olympic gold medalist in ice hockey, uh, another aunt who's like a national champion hockey player. His dad played football. His, his everybody in his family played a bunch of different sports, and. Um, and so that's, uh, that was, that was kind of interesting to, to see his background. And his, he was talking about how his, his mom wanted him to come back when he was transferring to come back and play at Boston College because he's like a Massachusetts guy. <laughs> and how they had to, like, threaten to keep her in the, in the hotel when they went and visited UCLA if she couldn't keep her mouth shut when oh gosh, <laughs> when, when they were out on the visit because she wanted
0: him to go back home. Only, so. other, only other guy that stood out to me, and I'm going to keep preaching his name, is just Michigan State's Jaden Reed. Um, he had to wear sunglasses today and he said I promise I'm not trying to like Ric Flair flash it he had an eye infection he showed us eye completely shut it was really bad but great interview like that guy just super charismatic comes off as like a real pro when you watch his game like I, I implore you if you haven't watched Jaden Reed to go watch him. He's very fun.
2: The one other like day three name that kind of caught my eye that was interesting was Andre Yoshivas from Princeton. Princeton. Yeah, we yeah, talked about, about him a game. little he's, bit. He's going to blow up a little bit, I think, tomorrow. Yeah, um, he's going to
1: run a 4-2. That's what everyone said. Yeah, yeah and that's,
2: that's kind of what he said. He's, I mean, he's a ridiculous track guy. Yeah. He's a, like a, a heptathlete. He set, I think I saw he set like, the indoor record in like the 60 meters or something yeah. for NCAA indoor track or something. He's nuts. But he's, he's bigger than I realized. He's Like almost six three and like two hundred pounds, so um, yeah, he'll be he'll be an interesting one to to follow tomorrow when uh, when he works out and I don't know he might be in that you know mid day three conversation. Well, we got the big wide receiver news today. Randall Cobb ankle surgery. Ah, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess he was dealing. Some something must have lasted from the high ankle sprain. Yeah, because even the way Rappaport reported it was like he he won't have to deal with pain. If he does play next year. And that, yeah. the if. That was a big if. Interesting. Because <laughs> um, I think, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but Goot seemed like he tipped his hand that the team does want Mason Crosby back next year yeah. because I guess in his mind it's, you know, he'll have a more powerful leg because he's not going through surgery in August or whatever it was because he immediately went on PUP right after OTAs. Oh, but, that's right. Um, I mean, he right. had like a 26% uh Touchback
2: percentage last year, which was worse than the league. So, only As can go up from here. I, I you know, I, I like Mason. I appreciate everything he's done for this team, but that does not excite me.
0: <laughs> no.
2: Well,
1: okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. We didn't even touch on it yesterday. We Roger, did. Rogers. So. Smooth
0: number twos. Alleged,
1: allegedly, Carolina called. Yep. Right? Um, overheard some things at high velocity and was like, eh. Yeah. What does calling really mean? <laughs> like one of those things. Yeah. Um, seems like the Jets are interested. I, th- I think it was uh, Daniel Jeremiah on the broadcast was talking with someone else. I can't remember. I, it wasn't the normal guy in the booth. It was one of like the insider type of guys. I don't think it was Rappaport, though. And he was basically like, We're at two decisions now. It's he's going to go to the Jets or he's going to retire. Yeah. And he said that he doesn't think. It'll really even cost a first-round pick to get out of the Jets. Which, I did see that one. That honestly, I'm not. If there's only one bidder, yep. There's only one bidder, and if you're really trying to move on from love, and again, all of this is all hashtag source stuff. Like, I got broken. No one's on the record yet. Um, I don't know. It just wouldn't surprise me. I don't think I've mentioned it before. I don't think the Raiders are in. Yeah. As like an organization, as a buy-in, like the Carolina thing, like. What does calling mean like it like are you gonna cut him like is that the call or is it like like how serious are those conversations? I think the Jets one is the one that makes the most sense, but even then it's like does Aaron even want to do that? Does he want to hang like move to New York do the whole New York media market thing, start off with a whole new team, not go through OTAs yep. you're 38 years old like to build on for a 39th year
2: like I don't know who knows. Yeah, we were t- chatting with a few people tonight about it, and, and I kind of – I had the same thought, right? It's – it's uh, one way or another, I think the least likely scenario is him coming back at this point. That's yeah. that's where I'm at, but – He seemed like in that interview that he had with Aubrey Marcus
0: – You're a real hero for listening to that. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> thank you for your service. You, yeah, <laughs> you did
1: us all a solid. amount of paper, people who uh, yep. have come up to us at bars and been like, <laughs> I read your article so I don't have to sit through two hours of the podcast –
2: You didn't want to hear about Aaron Rodgers poop? Providing a public service, man. They didn't they did not want
1: to to do that. Uh, Mita Mita Khan from ESPN offered to buy me a beer last night when I was on my way out of high velocity for my coverage of Aaron Rodgers, so so that she hasn't (laughs) had to put up with it. it. Um, But I didn't. Uh, Yeah, man. Like I think it's gonna happen within the next week. Really? I think the best chance is. He's a Jet, but that all depends on if Aaron Rodgers wants to be a Jet. I mean, even um, Spoons. Spoons spoon, is the spoon big I, one.
2: That was the big one for me.
1: Yeah, Because, right? I mean, say what you want about, uh, oh, I'm spacing on his name, Bob Bob, again. Bob say what you want about Bob again. He can, at times, be anti- antagonizing to the fan base and stuff like that and definitely r- rile people up, right? And he's kind of gotten that brand and... Whatever I, I I mean I paid money for the thing so like I'm no better than that. Um, but spoons putting his name out and having very strongly worded like they are done with Aaron Rodgers, they want to move to Jordan Love feels like that's the nail in the coffin. That like he wouldn't. Spoons is probably in my opinion he's the best guy on the beat. Yep. And he's the most even keeled guy on the beat too. So when he's coming out and saying that it's like with all the smoke around yep. and he says hey. There's a fire. I'm gonna believe there's a fire.
2: And and he's the. I think Spoon seems like he's the most plugged in to yeah. with with team sources and things like they 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 trust him to to be the guy uh, to report that stuff. So yeah, when 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 Silverstein reports something, he he hasn't gotten scoops wrong right very yeah. much. If I, I can't remember one that he that he got yeah. got wrong at any point in the last uh, I don't know how long. Are we bummed with a second round pick? Yeah. I'm kind of yeah. with the second-round pick. But, I mean, I guess it's better than nothing if he just goes and retires. Right. So, I mean, I guess I'd rather get something. You know what absolute hell was, would be, right? The retirement and unretirement.
1: Uh, and Cap's face getting moved around and all oh sorts of stuff. I thought it was interesting Goot also on Monday mentioned, because I don't think we talked about this on yesterday's pod, he said that if Rodgers did... Um, did come back that they would restructure his contract. Yeah. And the only way to really restructure that contract, because his base salary is already at the league minimum for the amount of years that he's played in the league, that's the sliding scale of the league minimum is based off of your experience. And he's at like a million and a half, which I think is like the minimum the minimum for like 10 plus years or whatever. Um, they can't touch the salary anymore. So they basically have to say like, it's not a salary conversion. You add it to... Future years, you're just paying it forward. The whole credit card example people like to use yeah. a lot. It's legit him turning down money. And that's one of the things that's an ask from them. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty nuts. Because yeah. I know, you know, the receivers and even the organization have kind of been vocal about, like, Aaron, we want you to come back, but we also want you. It would, it would be nice. The way they always say it is like, it would be nice if you were here in the summer <laughs> because they are OTAs and all that stuff is bargained by the union and it all is optional. So they can't force him or fine him or do anything about any of that stuff. But asking him to turn down money would be a conversation. Mm. I didn't realize that
2: he was so absolute about that. I mean, it's got to be, right? Like, you can't. That's, that's a $60 million option bonus that yeah. he's, he's owed if he comes back. And uh, I I would imagine that that would be a conversation regardless of if he comes back to Green Bay or wants to come back or if he ends up getting traded to Jets or or wherever else. Well, if he goes to New York, like
1: Jordan Poyer is out here on Twitter saying, you know, what do you want out of your next contract? And he says, I want to go to a state that doesn't take half of it.
0: (laughs) Right? I I appreciate the honesty on that one, man. That's
2: that's an interesting one because I feel like you you get every once in a while in these cycles – it comes up where you get states that have no state income tax oh
1: las vegas and new york are very different places uh (laughs) yeah yeah florida
2: texas some of those um you know that's a that's a different animal in in some of those places so uh well saturday we got o-linemen and running backs in the room so I'm going to ask a lot of offensive linemen about food. Hopefully we'll have nice. some some interesting stuff to come out of there. I got a couple of good answers from a couple of guys on best cheat meals. There's been a couple of good ones. Um, one guy said he's a sucker for spicy lemon pepper wings. Yes. Which is a good choice. Um, another one said that it is always the sausage, egg, and cheese scramble bowl from Waffle House. is his okay. go-to meal. So, um, But I always like talking to the offensive linemen about food because... That's all they, they do. They A lot of it, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I was, uh, I still, I still laugh back at uh, the thing about the the shake from Ben Barch a couple of years ago, that oh. D three guy. Come, when, we just, uh, ate when and I, got I don't him, want to think about when that. I got him going on that one. That was a, uh, that was a fun time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, do not pity the calorie counts nope. that they have. No, you would think eating a lot of food would be fun uh, until you have until to that's be your day job. Yeah, until Jeez. you have to
2: be athletic at 315 pounds. Friggin' like Jack Driscoll, the the Auburn tackle, like just carrying a backpack full of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yes. with him to class all day long. I know people who like they play college ball, and obviously, when you're
1: coming from high school level, right? Like, especially as a lineman. That first year is almost just like you're not going to be playing. Like we just want you to like learn the playbook and bulk up. And yep. every night when you wake up, every morning or every night when you go to bed, every morning when you wake up, it's like two peanut butter jelly sandwiches and a glass of milk. I'm like, that is not a great. That's a very bloated life to yep. To lead. To lead. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing before we go, Bryce Young shoes. <laughs> they're the noble if you guys are wondering what noble is i also you, kind of been wondering it looks like an athleisure company that's yeah, sponsoring the entire like combine
2: I, the, the my entire awareness of noble has come from basically like instagram ads yeah, that they're you know I, I see their shoes and things every once in a while, but that's basically what it is. Yeah, and and they them getting the apparel deal for the combine this year and taking it from Under Armour, yeah, is a big deal. Like that's yeah. that's that's a big deal for a, a
0: smaller semi-regional apparel company like this. So someone left a review on Noble's website for the shoes from Bryce, five stars. The subject line. Really helped me seem taller for my job interview. (laughs) So Bryce Young is wearing,
1: everyone's wearing the shoes, like when they're on the podium and stuff like that. But
0: it's funny to make fun of uh, Bryce Young wearing big old soles. He can't catch a break, man. The Mina photo and now this, and he's just, he's taking L's. That was another thing I was joking with Mina about. She was like,
1: I was wearing heels. I was wearing heels. Because Mina, she's
2: got to be like 5'2". Is she that small? I think so. She's pretty short. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, so man. that's
1: how we end it. Mina climbs his height. That's how we <laughs> <podcast> <laughs> <end it>. All <laughs> right. What's her rasp? That's a podcast, a guys. Oh,
2: I don't know. We gotta we gotta make her run the drills. Her <laughs> rascore score is better than mine. I could say that probably confidently. <laughs> we uh we do. We, Tyler and I were talking about it. We need to do the Acme Packing Company Pet Combine at yes. some point. So we can't do the
0: pro day again. I'll get hurt again. <laughs> I was doing so good until I pulled my.
2: But yeah, the the pet combine has to happen. So we're gonna we do it. we're gonna get some we're gonna get some stupid pet videos of, of all of our uh all of our ridiculous animals and do some scouting reports. Perfect. Go Paco? Go Go. Pack, go, go. Pack, go.